Hi everybody, I'm Pastor Eddie. Welcome to Living Life. And today's Bible study is for September 29th, Giving to Our Glorious God. And as we look at this lesson today, uh, we ask ourselves a question. Uh, how can we give to God? How can we give to someone that has so much when a lot of the times we don't feel that we have a lot to give? And I came up with this little saying here. It's not about your possessions, it's about your position. And sometimes as ministers, as pastors, as ministry leaders, uh, we feel overwhelmed. We feel we don't have all the resources to give to God as we should, and we sometimes get frustrated. But the fact of the matter is that God isn't so much concerned about the possessions that we have to give Him He's more concerned about the position of our heart. So we'll be looking at 1 Chronicles chapter 29, starting at verse 10. So let's look at the passage. First Chronicles chapter 29, verses 10 through 19. David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly, saying, Praise be to you, Lord, the God of our father Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Yours, Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the majesty and the splendor, for everything in heaven and earth is yours. Yours, Lord, is the kingdom. You are exalted as head over all. Wealth and honor come from you. You are the ruler of all things. In your hands are strength and power to exalt and give strength to all. Now, our God, we give you thanks and praise your glorious name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to give as generously as this? Everything comes from you and we have given you only what comes from your hand. We are foreigners and strangers in your sight as were all our ancestors. Our days on earth are like a shadow without hope. Lord our God, all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. I know, my God, that you test the heart and are pleased with integrity. All these things I have given willingly and with honest intent. And now I have seen with joy how willingly your people who are here have given to you. Lord, the God of our fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, keep these desires and thoughts in the hearts of your people forever and keep their hearts loyal to you. And give my son Solomon the wholehearted devotion to keep your commands, statutes, and decrees, and to do everything to build the palatial structure for which I have provided. You know, in our Bible study today, we look at the example that King David set for us as he prepared to give uh, to uh, our glorious God. And one of the things that we discover in the text today is that uh, David clearly declared that the entire kingdom, the kingdom of Israel, you know, all the wealth, all the gold, all the silver 
uh, did not belong to David. It did not belong to the king. He made a very clear declaration that everything that they had as a nation and as a people, everything belonged to God. So David did not have the attitude, well, I'm the pastor, I planted the church, I grew the church, I did this, you know, with my work and sweat, you know, I get up in the morning, I go to work, you know, this is all that I've done, this is all that I have accomplished. In other words, you know, David did not praise himself. David did not pat himself on the back. David clearly stated that everything that they had as a nation uh, already belonged to God. They praised God for everything that they had, and they did not take the credit. So when we have that attitude that everything that we have, our home, our car, uh, our savings, you know, everything that we have, when we have the attitude that all of that belongs to God, and in, in, in reality, we're not actually even giving anything to God because everything is already His in the first place. And that's what David did. He praised the Lord, and that's what we should do, and that's what we need to do. And then the next thing that David did is he humbled himself. You know, he asked this great question, Who am I? You know, who am I that I deserve all this blessing? Who am I that I deserve to be used of God, to be a servant of God. And what that shows is humility. So he had a humble heart. He had a thankful heart. And then uh, taking it from the personal, he takes it to the corporate. Because he asks um, this other question, not just who am I, then he goes on to say, in other words, who are we? He says, you know, the people of Israel, all we are are strangers in the land. We're foreigners in the land. In other words, David was alluding to their time of the Exodus when they were slaves. You know, so David is not only humble about himself and his humble beginnings as a sheep herder, but he's also recognizing the fact that even the Jewish people as a corporate group, you know, that they were once slaves, that they were once from a foreign land, that they were once uh, strangers in the land. So David not only talks about his personal humility, but he talks about the humility uh, of the people. And then uh, at that point, as we read through the text today, is that God is looking at our hearts. God searches our hearts. God examines our hearts. In other words, it's not about the possessions. It's not about the gold and the silver that they were giving to build the temple. It wasn't about all their sweat and hard work. At the end of the day, it was about the position of their heart. And what God was looking for was that humility. What He was looking for was the people's authenticity. And even the Bible said about David that David was a man after God's own heart. And uh, this was the reason why David and the people of Israel were so willing and ready to give back to God what was already His it's because they were very humble and they were very authentic about their past and their history and their background. And, uh, you know, we've been reading through uh, Chronicles and the building of Solomon's temple. And when we talk about the temple, uh, let's not forget what the temple is. You know, we think of a church, we think of a religious building. But the fact of the matter is that all the temple was, was a palace for God. Because remember, 
you know, David lived in a palace and he kind of felt guilty. He said, you know, who am I that I should be living in a beautiful palace and the Ark of the Covenant is in basically, it's in a tent. He said, we need to build a palace for the true king of Israel. We need to build a palace for the true God. And uh, that was what all this uh, giving was about. They were giving to build this beautiful palace. And in the middle of uh, the temple, uh, the building was in the form of a rectangle. And it was uh, divided into three parts. You had the portico, you had the main hall, and then you had the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant was. And the Holy of Holies, for all practical reasons and purposes, was a throne room. It was a throne to where the king sat. And David, in this scripture that we've been reading, is declaring that the true king of Israel is not him. That the true king and the true Lord, the true warrior, the true champion that has won all the victories and amassed a great fortune, it wasn't him. It was Almighty God. And that's what the temple was. So let's get ready to conclude our study for today. As we close our Bible study today, we reflect on how King David uh, was able to give to his glorious God from his abundance. But the fact of the matter is that many times you and I, you know, we as regular people today, especially those of us in ministry, uh, many times we don't experience this abundance of resources. And many times we as leaders, uh, we really wish that we could give more and give back more and uh, we struggle with that. And one of the things that we've learned today in this study is that God is not looking at our possessions, but our position and the position of our heart. And as long as we humble ourselves, as long as we acknowledge the fact that everything that we have is God's, uh, God will enable us and empower us to give with great generosity and great passion. But I want to pray, and I want to pray for those of you, especially that are listening to this study today, if you've been feeling that you want to give more, but something is holding you back from giving, if it's a lack of trust or a lack of faith. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray for our listeners today, and I pray, Lord God, that you would just encourage each one of us not to be concerned about the possessions and what we have or what we don't have, but to be more concerned with the position of our heart. So we humble ourselves, Lord, and we ask you, Lord, to empower us and enable us every day to give to you as we should. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For a single soul, in the world, in the world, in the world, in the world,